0: Welcome back to Talking Talmud. I'm Ann Gordon, here with my friend and chavruta Yerdana Azband. Our daf of the day, Masachayoma daf nun vav. Page 56. So for those of you who are looking at Surat HaDaf, the the classical page of the Gemara from the Vilna Shas, or any other version of the Gemara, really, even if you're looking at Sefaria, where you kind of get a running list of texts, and you might not even realize when you switch from Ahmad al Talmud Bet, Anybody who's paying any attention will realize that this Amud Aleph, Nunvav Amud Aleph, has two lines of Gemara text. And the reason for that is, of course, that there are some a couple of massive, massively long um Tosfot commentaries, meaning the Balay Tosfot, also called the Tosifists, uh, were commentaries in the Gemara that were printed from the very beginning of the printing of the of the Shas. Um, that's not quite true, not the first version, but the next one after that. Uh the balay Tosfot were printed on the page of the of the Gemara. <clears throat> and there's a there's some controversy over whether they should be there. I'll explain why in a moment. But the bottom line is that to make room for all of this commentary, the Gemara itself is kept very small, you know, very short, very little text of the Gemara, so that those who are going to delve into the Rishonim, the Rishonim meaning the scholars who, the commentaries who live from around the year 1000 to around the year, I don't know, 1500, give or take, right? This is this is their turf, meaning the margins of the Gemara daf. And that's where you have Rashi. And Rashi on Surat Daf is always on the inside. Rashi lived from 1040 to 1105. And the Balai Tosfot are his sons-in-law and grandsons and their colleagues, meaning contemporary scholars in France and Germany, the area that was called Ashkenaz in those Middle Ages. And they they do something that Rashi doesn't, meaning Rashi's commentary is basically a running... Uh, running line by line interpretation, explanation of things that might not be clear if you didn't have Rashi there to tell you that it's clear. One of my favorite points of Rashi's commentary in this kind of way is when when on a Mishnah, Rashi will say, it's clarified in the Gemara. Well, that's not very helpful in that it doesn't tell you what you need to know at that moment, but it does give you some assurance that some further commentary interpretation is going to be made clear, so I'll help you understand what's going on in the Mishnah, for example. So Rashi provides that kind of line by line commentary, which frees the Baalat up to do something entirely different. And really, what they're doing, and we're going to talk about this for a moment. your Yerda, I know you're going to talk about what the what the text is here on our daf, but we wanted just to provide a little bit of the background. Um, is that the Balya can take an issue and debate it? So if we have, for example, a Lokit, which we do here on our daf, and the Balya want to explore it further and delve into, well, what would, how does this text line up with other passages in the Gemara, and is the are the different um, argue uh, disputers right? The people disputants rather, the people arguing in the Gemara, are they consistent with their own opinions? Is there another way to look at it? What could really be the the point, the at the underlying point about which they are disagreeing, these are just some examples of where the Balitos folk might have, let's say, an essay to write that isn't a line-by-line commentary, but paragraphs of, and in this case, really paragraphs, long paragraphs, of discussion on the various points of the Gemara. Now, we in our Dafyomi enterprise have rarely embarked on the rishonu at all. Every so often we'll quote a Ar- Rashi, I, I would say, but for the most part, we really have not gone there. And... The reason to do so today, first of all, it's a critical element of of the enterprise of learning Gemara. But also, when you have a daf like this, it gives you so little text of the Gemara. The question is always why, and the answer is because there's so much to discuss in these pages of the Gemara that there isn't even room for the text of the Gemara. Um, so, just some names that you would recognize, or so that you will recognize, which, again, we're not we're rarely going to talk about them. But Rabbeinu Tam. The Rashbam, Rav Shmuel ben Meir, um, Rabbi Meir, there's a, there's a Balei Tosfut named Rev Meir, Rav, Rav Yitzchak of Dampierre, these are some of the major, major names of the Balei but again, they, they lived over many years in several different locales, and their scholarship, I would say, is... Uh, not, that, not that it's for me to say, but it's top notch, I meaning they're providing analysis that you might never have thought of. And sometimes they answer exactly the question that you've thought of that isn't in Rashi and that isn't in the plain sense of the Gemara. And it's very satisfying when that happens. I would say also that one of the things that I find the Gemara, that the Baletos were to do, I would say is that they kind of do what the Amoraim do in the Gemara in terms of discussing, you know, if the Mishnah provides you with basic. Information of halacha, let's say, not always, but that's the gist of it, right? And then the Gemara comes and says, well, but how does that compare to this other case over there? So, as I mentioned, that's I think what the Balitos would, you know, really excel at, you know, saying we have other cases that are relevant to the discussion at hand, and we're going to bring them in and try to line them up. And there is a motivation uh, to, to to make things consistent, right? To make things streamlined so that everything agrees with everything else. I don't think it always works. I don't think that they think that it always works, but that was, that's part of the enterprise of let's put the Gemara together in such a way that it is consistent with itself.
1: Right. They want to have a very holistic approach that what appears in one Masachat needs to still be true in another Masachat. So it's almost for them, like this should be a highly edited, uh, Document the Talmud, right, and that what what was said in Masachad Brachot, you know, needs to still be true in Masachad Sanhedrin. Um, and as you said, Anne, I think sometimes you do a great job at that. Sometimes it's a little bit harder to do.
0: Yes, exactly, and certainly, you know, if you embark on a study of the Tosvot, you'll find that there are times where you feel like, well, that was a, a stretch, right? And that, but, but. I think part of what's beautiful of it is is the consistency of their approach and their scholarship and the fact that, again, these are many different people over many different years. And it's put together really, you know, in a way that actually configures our DAF uh, without computers. You know, this is this is a hard enterprise to put, to make sure DAF, to make the appearance of the, the classical Talmud page fit everybody in. It's pretty impressive, I find.
1: Yeah. And I think it's radical in the sense of that. I think the modern approach to scholarship, whether it's biblical, whether it's Talmudic, is sort of to look for the holes. Right. It's like to say, like, well, you know, this doesn't seem to line up with this. So it means it must have been a human author or, you know, it's not consistent or this text had to be written by this person. That text had to be written by somebody else or edited by somebody else. I'm talking about I think this is true of Bible and also of Talmud. And I think they have a very different approach to the text and the consistency in the text. And I think it's one that should be respected. And even though it's sort of not like the, I think it's an important view. These people really knew the text inside out and inside out. Right. And to think about how they were really able to, you know, they take a tiny passage and I'll just give one example of what's on this top here in a second and then sort of go
0: through all these different sources. is really quite remarkable. Yes, the one other thing I'll say that sometimes characterizes the Paliantos vote, sometimes meaning because there's so much, um, is that they give credit to the people in their own environment, to the people like they say, well, this is what the Jewish people we know are doing. So it must be that the halacha lines up in this way. Is it an obligation? Are you exempt, are you, right? And I think that that's unusual also because they they bring their own realia, their own you know current events, so to speak, and their knowledge of their community to bear in as as if the Gemara is living for them, because it is. Meaning they've the same way that we've been talking about how the time of the temple was alive for the Amoraim I think the time of the Amorim is alive for the Balayatos folk.
1: Oh, I like that. So let's just go through one quick example that's on this page just to give a sense. So we're gonna actually start um on the end of the previous tab and on, on uh where they quote a brisa here. They're trying to explore an opinion of Rabbi Yehuda's um, where they're talking about Ain Brahra or Yesh and they quote the following Mishnah. So, if somebody were to buy wine from Samaritans, right, who we know don't do Maser and Truma the right way, right, and they do this on Arab Shabbat, Im Sheikha. So, it's about to be Shabbat at nightfall. And we know that you're not allowed to separate Truma and Maser. You can't do that, you know, on. Uh, Shabbat itself, so it needs to get done very, very quickly, and you don't really have time to do it. Omed va The person can get up and say, Shnei lugin shani atid truma. So in the future, right, two l- lug of this, let's say, 100 lug that's present, I'm going to separate it in the future, meaning after Shabbat, and that will be the truma, right? That's going to be what's given to the priest, right? Asara masar rishon. And then 10 Luke, right, is going to be the Master Rishon, right, which goes to Levian. Tisha Master Shani. Nine Luke is going to be the Master Shani, right, which would need to be redeemed or later or brought up and eaten in Yerushalayim. Um, um, and as soon as he does that, he basically he's allowed to drink, he's allowed to eat. It's, it's as good as if he actually physically separated, he just needs to make a verbal declaration. However, three other Tanaim come and they say, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon Osrin. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Shimon, they say it's a store, right? And then the Gemara says, Alma, aim, rat, right? From here we see, this is an example where Rabbi Yehuda does not allow retroactive designation, right? It's not good enough to sort of verbally declare it. And then later on, you physically separate out all your Chuma and Masra that you needed to take. And so what Tosos does here is, is that what Tosos basically says is, and that, that big Tosos there, Debrei Rabbi Meir, is it says, Mashma hacha de'esleid le Rabbi Meir Breira, right? So this must mean that Rabbi Meir actually holds by Yesh Breira. And then essentially what they do is they quote all these different gemaras. And I'm going to go through some of them. They quote a gemara in Bechoraz. They quote a, two different gemaras in Gittin. They quote a gemara in Beit they literally are just going through, they quoted Gamara and a Reuben, and they're basically trying to prove whether or not can we say consistently, does Rabbi Mayer always hold by Yeshvera? And if he doesn't, you know, can we come up with some sort of framework of like, when do we see Yeshvera? When do we say, we're like, how does Yeshvera actually work? But there's literally like, I think just by, I didn't, you know, my last count, they quote from Babu Kama. I mean, The number of different Gemaras that are actually quoted here is really just astounding. Um, And that's really what takes so long here is that there's sort of not only are they trying to hold that he holds by Yeshvera, they're also trying to, you know, sort of say, um, are there ways to understand when he would hold Yeshvera as opposed to other different cases? So that's like a typical Tosvos approach, right? We have a principle that we're saying here. We have a concept. How does that concept hold up to all these different gemaras that we can find where the same concept is discussed?
0: Right. And I think also the when we want to talk about the scope of investigating a topic, meaning this has come up for us before. We know that this is a, an, an ongoing thread in the gemara, but Yardina, I don't know if we could have put together this to, to sophistic essay, right, meaning in terms of Let's compare and figure out what does this mean in terms of the consistency of their opinions. Is it consistent? Is it not? Can we can we finesse it so that now it looks consistent?
1: Right. And again, I think that is the piece that's amazing and must be respected about the Tosafists is that ability to pull Gemaras from everywhere and bring it together in this way to sort of say, like, does this fit together? Does it not fit together? If it doesn't fit together, why would the Gemara have a machlokis there? Um, and it's really just the breadth of knowledge is just, uh, it's astounding. And, you know, occasionally you'll find a Rashi or Rashi may quote another Gemara, but it's usually more in a way of like a word appears here, a phrase. And in order to illustrate how to explain it, he may quote another Gemara to be like, oh, well, this also appears in that Gemara. But it's not trying to create a holistic approach that everything has to agree. So it's really important, as you explain, dance, understand Rashi has one job and the Tosafists have a very different job.
0: And look, we're not gonna spend time on the Rishonim. That's the job of Eun. That's not the job of a Yomi. That's not a job of our Dafiomi enterprise. But um we couldn't pass this up. No,
1: certainly not on this staff. Well, that's our top discussion for the day. Rank us, review us on all major podcasts. Thank you to Reverend Michelle Farber for hosting us on the Hadron website. Let us know what you thought about the staff on our Talking Time with Facebook page. And until tomorrow, go and learn.